The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Hello, you're watching The Big Story with me, Olivia Quay. Remember to subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you never miss an episode. In a clear indication that China will not be loosening its tight COVID-19 restrictions anytime soon, the National Health Commission says the country will continue with more mass tests and targeted lockdowns as it's trying to, quote, run faster than the virus. According to the commission at a press conference today, China's dynamic zero-COVID policy has been successful and is the best choice to maintain social and economic development. Officials quick to also stress that dynamic zero does not mean zero infections. Rather, the essence of this approach is early detection and quick response measures to stop the continuous spread of the virus. Here to take this further is The Straits Times' China correspondent, Danson Cheong, who attended today's press conference in Beijing. So, Danson, did the National Health Commission address the ongoing issues as more Chinese cities see COVID-19 flare-ups? Thanks, Olivia. Um, you know what they did? You know, they, they talked about how um, there were issues you know, with getting medical help uh, in cities like Shanghai and also how the lockdowns have uh, you know, stopped people from getting reliable access to um, food and basic necessities. Um, you know, they outline you know, some measures like making sure that even you know, if, if cities come under lockdown, you know, that, you know, they, there should be um, a flow of essential personnel like medical workers, uh, logistics, uh, you know, delivery riders and drivers and so forth. Um, but I think what was really, uh, what stood out for me this morning was um, the fact that you know, it was really, uh, despite you know, the, this public unhappiness uh, towards uh, this you know, zero COVID uh, policy, uh, it really was um, a really full-throated defense, you know, so to speak, of um, China's current approach. Um, you know, officials uh, were, were talking about how um, if uh, China were to, you know, sort of loosen restrictions, it would mean that uh, a large number of, of elderly um, children, uh, you know, pregnant women, you know, would uh, get infected. And, you know, they were talking about how this caused uh, large amounts of fatalities within quite a short period of time. Um, and they also talked about how, um, you know, despite, uh, you know, the, the very heavy-handed measures, um, that these, uh, this approach was necessary because it helped to you know, sort of preserve um, the, the, the ability for the rest of the country, uh, you know, to carry on with their economic activity and so forth. Well, the commission also saying today, Danson, that almost 90% of China's total population is fully vaccinated. So then it brings about the question on most people's minds. Why then is China sticking to its dynamic zero-COVID strategy? Well, I see two reasons for this. It's true, you know, the, the vaccination rates here are quite high. Um, but if you drill down deeper into the numbers, uh, when, you, when it comes to you know, people above the age of 80, for example, um, this number comes all the way down to, to just over 50% or so. Um, so a large number of very old people um, are not vaccinated, and that's a big issue uh, for China. There are some projections you know, that, that sort of uh, estimate that China could face uh, something like 2 million deaths um, if it does you know, sort of loosen uh, its, um, its, its COVID-19 uh, policies and restrictions. So China here is trying to balance the health of uh, you know, it's most vulnerable parts of the population, the elderly, uh, with, you know, ensuring that uh, economic activity can, can go on, uh, so to speak. But the second, I think, equally important reason is that 
it's also political. Uh, you know, Chinese President Xi Jinping um, has, you know, sort of touted the ability of the Chinese system to, to battle COVID, to be able to tamp down infections. Um, and, you know, it, in China, here yeah, it's often uh, described uh, that, you know, that China has certain advantages in, you know, doing these things, uh, managing to control uh, infections, uh, you know, by doing mass tests uh, and, and, and extensive uh, contact tracing uh, because, you know, the, 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 this, the government here is so big. Um, and, you know, in some ways, I think uh, Mr. C has, has sort of tied his own personal legitimacy to the success of zero COVID. And this year is a particularly sensitive year for him because, you know, he is widely expected to, to seek a third term in power. So for that reason, uh, I think uh, China is not going to deviate from zero COVID at this point in time. Mm. Two fair points that you just brought up, Jensen. But if China continues with this dynamic zero COVID strategy, what repercussions will the country and the rest of Asia face? Well, I think if you just look at what's happening in Shanghai, um, you know, I think we can expect uh, greater logistics delays. Uh, Shanghai is one of China's biggest uh, shipping ports. So, um, you know, and the lockdown there essentially has crippled the flow of goods into and outside of the country. Um, I was speaking with, with a friend who imports beef into China, and he's told me that you know his his frozen beef basically has been sitting in Shanghai for uh, at the port, you know, for over a month now. Um, so there, you know, going to be big repercussions uh, here. I think um, you know there's some figures that that sort of uh, show that you know uh, container volume has dropped by about a third uh, in in Shanghai. Um, so I think we can expect you know in the rest of the world logistics delays um, and within China as well. Many thanks to Jensen Cheong, our China correspondent in Beijing.